What will we find in today's Thursday thrillers here on the Mutual Audio Network? A few baffling mysteries? Perhaps a touch of murder? Let's find out. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. By what authority are you claiming to be legal defense? I've been assigned by the Supreme Court of Titan IV to represent Lord Lister. The former Lord Lister. You expect me to sit in this stench hole for three more days? Get me out of here now! Morning, Q. What sort of goodies have you for me? Per our standard operating procedures, you will not be issued with a sidearm for this mission as you are acting in liaison with the communication centre. No exploding shoes or rapid-fire umbrellas. Just a pen, glasses, and a belt. I'm afraid so, Tony. We have a possible manufacture model on the tyre. It's a vintage tyre. The width and the tread were used extensively on Indians, possibly from the 60s. Welcome back. You've been out for about eight hours. And you woke me up just to tell me that? Hey, sis. Kelly. Kelly. And now, episode 116, A Gathering of Hawks. Kelly? How? Wait. You? You knew about this, didn't you? I, I... Don't you? I, I... Me, James Barnes. That's what the call was from Pierman yesterday. And you? How long have you known? Not very long, Katie. There's no way I could get to you. The Stips are a target for terrorists bent on destroying them. So? How did you get here? We took the Annapolis Stip to St. Martin for a quick transfer to Stip Central and then the Mayo Stip. Listen to you. It's like you've been doing this longer than I have. Excuse me. I'm afraid I'm going to have to step in here. Kate, you need to calm yourself. Or else I'm going to have to ask everyone to leave. Nurse Ruth is right. We all need to calm down. I know this is a shock to you. Imagine what it was like for me when I was in Pearman's facility and the Roosevelt Stip appeared unscheduled. It happened again, Jim. You said something about another Von Langer a minute ago. Uh, his grandson, Stefan. He's picked up where his grandfather left off. Robert built another emulator. But this time it's near Essex Air Park in the woods north of the beach. They're using an old ranger shack with a fake entrance underground. So, who stole the stip? Me. You? How? One day I followed Daddy to the monument. I saw him go behind it and not come back around, so I went up to it and around to the back and didn't see anyone, and that's when I called him. And you were in the stip? Yes, Ginger was getting ready to transport me when she picked up Kelly on the external video feed. When Kelly called me, I told her I was at the airport, and she obviously had seen someone else. I told her that they must have walked around to the front when she went to the back. And you bought it? The alternative was that Daddy walked right through solid steel. I wasn't comfortable with his answer, but it beat anything I could come up with. So how did you get in? The same way you did. My palm print opened the door. 
I almost had a heart attack. I thought Robert fixed that glitch after I opened it. He did, but there were enough particulates left from my palm that her additional ones opened it. My goodness, this beats any soap opera I hear going into patients' rooms. I'm going to leave you, good people. Kate, if you need me, just press the nurse's call button, okay? Thank you, Ruth. I'll be bringing you some broth and gelatin for lunch. We want you to try and start eating as soon as possible. Say, uh, can you liquefy a garden salad? She'd probably eat that. Jim, (laughs) I'll tell you this once. Don't try and make me laugh. The broth would be fine. Do you have cherry gel? I sure do. So, you got into the stip. Then what? Honestly, I just stood there in shock, probably just like you did on that rooftop. I found a drop-down panel and one button was marked Auto Home Return. I wasn't sure where home was, but if Daddy was using this thing, I figured it might take me to his headquarters. Which it did. Pearman and I were shocked to see her step off. We had been tracking her on a plane to Minneapolis. She was threatening to go straight to the Mayo Clinic and see you. They had the whole IDF section of Homeland tracking my phone. So what happened? I went to Aunt Karen's and surprised her with a ticket and car rental to go to St. Cloud for her high school reunion. We all bought it, hook, line, and sinker. She put her phone in Aunt Karen's purse. Everybody and his uncle was tracking that phone. All eyes were on Minneapolis. That's when I came back to Cambridge and investigated the Roosevelt Monument. Honestly, I'm at a loss for words. Well, that's a first. Well, I'm not. That's not a first. I still have plenty of questions, like uh, why you couldn't tell me what was really going on. Actually, we did uh, a couple of times. Remember the barbecue we had to celebrate Dad's homecoming? Yes. And you ask us what was really going on? Yes. And what did we tell you? Some crazy story that you were in the space prison and Kate broke you out and that half the people there were aliens. Which was completely true. How was I supposed to believe such a cockamamie story? Exactly. Sometimes the absolute truth is the best lie. Cap, we might have a lead on the arsonist. What do you got? None of the traffic cams picked up anything around the time of the incident. But we managed to find a surveillance camera that caught this. Let's see. So you have two vehicles here, and one appears to be a van. So why do you think one of these might be our suspects? Mac and I watched the footage 30 minutes prior to the fire and 10 minutes after. This camera is on the same block as the electronics store. I take it that these two vehicles are the only ones that returned within the 10 minutes. That's correct. But what if they departed in a different direction? That's very possible. But that's why we're called investigators. We investigate any possible lead. Well, the photo is like every other surveillance photo I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really hard to make out any detail. There's some writing on the side of the van, but we can't make that out. Don't you just love those shows where the photo expert says, here, let me enhance that. And they get a perfectly clear picture of the suspect in his rearview mirror. Here, rookie, you're an expert in traffic. Can you make out these cars? Yeah, it looks like the one is yours and the other one is Max. What do our photo techs have to say? They might be able to narrow down the make and the model of both. We're checking all the other traffic and security cams in the area during our time frame just in case someone gets a better shot. You sure that's not your gremlin? Ha ha. I'll let you know as soon as we get anything. Thanks. You recognize any of these? No, but if they show up on the trail cam at the Essex site, 
We'll know for sure. How did you identify Henry in the original case? Traffic cam, except he was on foot. I had spotted some character when I was working traffic at the original site. He asked me for details about what was going on. I noticed he had a German accent. We picked him up on some cameras around town. So it was his curiosity and his accent that tipped you off? Somewhat. What really got our attention was that he was wearing a big full-length coat in summer with big pockets. We canvassed homeless shelters and pawn shops and finally got an idea on him. And that's when Barnes spoiled everything by arresting him. Yeah, Kate was a bit upset, but you couldn't blame Jim. That was before he knew about the IDF. He was just doing his job. Speaking of which, Pierman called me. That's what I came to see you about. Really? What's going on with him? He told me that Horace and Kelly went to Annapolis and used the step there to do a quick transfer at Martin State to go see Kate. Really? So Kelly is there with Kate? That should be interesting. Someone's got some splaining to do. Don't you know it. Funny thing is, whenever Kelly would press for answers, Kate and Horace would tell her the truth, which she wouldn't believe. Well, in her defense, I mean, who would ever believe that her father was a space cop, held in a planetary prison, who escaped with the aid of his daughter, another space cop? I'm surprised they ever let Kelly go to the Mayo. You know how she gets. Remember, she duped the entire federal intelligence community and the IDF in the Minnesota Wild Goose Chase. I have to admit it, that was a classic. I think she'll make a good agent. That would make three hawks in the Federation. It's getting to be a family affair. Well, she's got a lot of head of her before that. I wonder who they'll get to train her. Who trained Kate? Once she moved to Homeland, she was able to go to Baltimore for training. But it didn't last. She didn't go through the training? Before she could even get her pencil sharpened, she snuck off on the Mercury with Rogers and freed her father from the Latumas prison. She performed so well, they graduated her. I have a feeling Kelly will adapt just as quickly. I don't think it's a matter of her adapting to the IDF. No? I think it's more like the IDF adapting to her. These seats are very cramped. Don't worry. In a few micro units, you'll be able to stretch out. And what do you mean by that? Has your council not told you? What is this fool babbling about? Just what have I not told my client? That he will be able to stretch out all he wants. Since we plan to hang him right after. <laughs> after his fair trial, of course. Just how soon do you plan to do this? In case I want to file an appeal. When the gavel strikes right after the judges unanimously declare him guilty... He will be escorted out the side door where a large group of well-wishers will witness the hanging. There's a large feast celebration planned afterwards. Perhaps you'd like to join me in the festivities. You're going to need a good guard after the trial, of course. I really don't think you'll fill up to celebrating, my friend. What's that supposed to mean? I... 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 Alright, he's under. He can still hear, so no comments on the plan. I'm taking your death hood. Finally! I was getting claustrophobic under that thing. Are you certain he can hear us? Yes, the drug induces a transient ischemic attack, or TIA. Some people call it a mini-stroke. He's fully awake, but can't collect his thoughts enough to speak. Put this over his head. 
get him into the extra prison jumpsuit. Supreme Controller, this uniform should fit over your jumpsuit. You're knocking three times? I thought you were supposed to do that on the ceiling. Well, I see the thought of your impending freedom brought out your lighter side. Don't get used to it. I suppose that was all clear to your driver. Guard, cup his ears tightly. Yes. Now when we stop, the court guard will open the back doors. You stay here with me like you're guarding me. I'll make a fuss about having to be guarded while our guard will get the replacement lister out and help escort him to the holding room. And if their guard demands you accompanying them? Our man here will tell him that I am to be led into the private entrance under guard to meet with the prosecutor and judges before joining you in the holding area. I am impressed, Lenora of Titan IV. It appears that you have thought of everything. That will be determined once you're in the cargo freighter. That's our signal. Alright, let's find out how well I have thought of everything. Bring the prisoner out. Why is he wearing a death mask? We must hide his face. The last thing the Federation wants is for him to be assassinated. He must stand trial. And why is there an extra guard with you? For some ridiculous reason, I'm to be escorted by this guard for my own protection. There are many who think you should accompany him to the gallows. Move, you scumbag. The gallows awaits you. So far, so good. So what else are you hiding there in your bag of tricks? We don't have enough time for you to change. Remove your shoes and put on these boots. They'll be high enough to cover your prison pants. This long jacket will cover the tops of your boots. Ooh, it has a hood. I am pleased. But what is this? It's an air quality filter. Many of the inhabitants here wear them because of the pollution. It will help hide your identity. Where is yours? I'll pull my scarf up around my face. We're close to our vehicle transfer. I must urge you, Supreme Commander. Try not to speak or draw attention to yourself. The whole city is buzzing with talk of your trial and execution. Well then, let the games begin. Landing sequence complete. Stand by for portal opening. Standing by. Portal is open. Initiating camera sweep. Two subjects identified. One is Agent Cern, and the other appears to be the Hongan. This should be interesting. Cleared for egress. Cleared for egress. Oh, Tony. Yes? Mind your manners, and do be careful. Yes, mummy. Agent Simon, I'm Cern. This is Sam. Uh, welcome to Johannesburg. My car is right over here. Splendid. It's also a pleasure to meet you, Soren. As for you, Sam, that remains to be seen. I assure you, you have no reason for alarm. I don't want to do anything that would bring attention to me, since I'm dead. Give me a good reason, and you might just be. Not to worry. Sam won't risk losing his chance to be a hero in his people's eyes. So bring me up to speed on the investigation. The cell tower that was targeted was on the hillside outside the city. 
According to Sam here, it's not part of an overall plan to take out their emergency response system. That's correct. This tower isn't critical for that system. The charge was too light to bring down the tower, and it was set high, next to a small relay. Our intel says that this relay may be part of a British intelligence. Is that why MI6 is involved? Well, all I know is that Her Majesty's Government Communications Center contacted us to retrieve the relay. MI6 is involved because of what has been going on in Stockholm, St. Louis, Baltimore, and now here. You're afraid that London may be next? Precisely. These others seem like warm-up exercises. We believe that major cities will be targeted next. They failed in Stockholm and St. Louis. The IDF in Baltimore has a good handle on the threat there. And we're on the trail of the bad guys here. You think they're ready for a major target like London after such little success? If I may interject, if you're trying to apply logic to this, you're making a big mistake. And why is that, Sam? These attacks were carried out by mercenaries and traitors of this planet. There could be several cells out there. Rage may be waiting to gain more experience before they go for the big one. Then again, we are talking about Rage here. They tried to launch a sophisticated satellite attack using a weapon that wasn't fully tested, operated by someone much smarter than they were. So you're saying they're unpredictable? The only thing you can predict is that they'll keep trying. Have you developed any leads yet? Yes, we were able to lift a set of motorcycle tracks at the scene. They belong to the rare vintage bike, which reminds me, I better call Mary. I gotten some additional information. Yes, Mary. I have Agent Simon with me. Excellent. Agent Simon, I'm looking forward to working with you. It's a pleasure to be here. Son has been updating me on your investigation. I also wanted to let you know that I've tracked down all of the Indian dealers in South Africa. Indian dealers? It's a vintage motorcycle company. Ah, the tire tracks. Can you give me that information now? There is one in central Johannesburg, one in the eastern suburb of Buxburg. One north between here and Pretoria in said W... Yes, that's it. And one farther south in Bloemfontein. Bloemfontein. How about the other two? They are on the southern coast. Very well. Soren, you three check out the Johannesburg shop and then the one in Boxburg. Peter and I will go to Zwartkop. I'm hoping that since his motorcycle is such a rare one... The dealers might remember the owner. If we are lucky, there might be some store footage of him. That would be too easy. Good luck. Thank you. Well, it looks like we are going motorcycle shopping. The upgrades are going well. I think you'll be happy with these new modifications. Can't wait to see what she can do. Rick might want her back. The Mercury is yours now. Besides... I hear Rick and Sheena have a new ship now. I guess so. Sheena was a good pilot. But there were times when we were hiding in the ship's safe room after Rage hijacked the ship that she looked at me like I was lunch. Are you sure she wasn't looking at you with affection in her eyes? You remember that animation film we watched last night? Yeah, you said Barnes called it a cartoon. The wolf character looked at the pig character and his eyes turned into two hams? Well... That's what I saw when I looked into that crazy Jubatan's eyes. Hey, isn't that the controller headed this way? Yeah, I believe it is. wonder what he wants. Maybe you can see it in his eyes. I think that only works in those cartoons, Tika. Morning, sir. 
What brings you to the Baltimore docks? I was checking on your upgrades to the Mercury. Tika, it's nice to see you again. Thank you, sir. I was just telling the captain that things are moving right along. That's good to hear. So, I understand that these upgrades will make the Mercury one of the fastest cargo vessels around. It would make it the fastest ship around. In fact, it'll be almost as fast as your fighters. I sense that this conversation has a purpose different than actual conversation. What is it you want? That's one of the things I like about you, Captain Nate. You're straight and to the point. One of the things? You mean there's more? Don't you have some upgrades to supervise? <laughs> I'm on my way. It was nice seeing you again, Controller. Likewise, Tika. So, what is it you need? We've talked about utilizing the Mercury for various missions with the IDF, in exchange for a more liberal policy on customs. Go on. As a subcontractor for the IDF, you will be treated as an official vessel of the Federation. However, if we have good reason to believe that you are carrying illegal contraband, we would have to intervene. I understand that. But why are you telling me this again? We may need your services. As we speak, Lister's trial is underway on Titan Three. Our intelligence reports that Wi-Fi may be mustering an attack on Titan Three. Wait, you think Wi-Fi is going to try and rescue Lister after what he did to him? He left Lister on Galaza to be captured. It doesn't make much sense that he'd want to free him. That's why I think Wi-Fi is going to ensure that Lister is executed. Our last status report showed that Rage had only a handful of fighters left and one destroyer. The destroyer is an older class vessel and doesn't have the speed required to travel to the Titan system in under three rotations. By then the trial will be over. I have no doubt that he'll be found guilty. Lyser will probably be executed the same day. Nothing really makes sense when you're talking about Zokar. He may just want to attack the planet as a warning to the Titan system. Or any system for that matter. A message that you do not tread on rage. So why do you need the Mercury? It's the only ship with the range and the speed to follow Wi-Fi. Another mission? I just got back from taking Barnes and Kate back to 310, and before that, one on Galaza. Which nearly got me and my crew killed. And also where you were rewarded by the locals with millions in rare gems. You would not be doing this upgrade right now if it wasn't for the mission. So I owe you. It seems that way to us. Besides, you're going to need a shakedown cruise to test your upgrades. I'd much rather be testing them on a trip to a tropical planet. I've been told that your upgrades will be completed in one rotation. We will be loading a bat and crew. You can take your ship out and perform some joint maneuvers. Once you've been certified as spaceworthy, you will receive your orders. Sounds like I don't have much choice. I believe we can make a strong case that you've returned contraband from an official IDF mission. My diamonds. Which could legitimately be claimed as ours. The crew will make contact with you tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day. Cap, you got a sec? Sure. Come on. What's on your mind? Right now we have four of our people on the other side. Can we risk getting them back over here? Given our STIP transfer site is shut down? I've been thinking about that. Pyramid was willing to risk an Annapolis transfer for Horace and Kelly. We may just have to risk it to get everyone back here. What worries me is that Kelly needs to get back, and I'm not sure what kind of arrangements she's made for her kids. And Kate, on the other hand, well, can't move until the doctors clear her. Where is the nearest STIP transfer point? To the north, it would be in New York. To the south, in Atlanta, and to the west, Nashville. I'm not sure that the Mayo has a stip that could go direct to any of those. Is that your trail cam alert? 
Yep, we have a visitor. Looks like a van of some sort. Hopefully, these could be our guys. It's from Todd. Looks like the game is afoot. As Von Langer made his move on the dummy step, how will the crew get back from the alternate mayo? And what new adventures awaits Nate and the Mercury? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Taking the Bait. Are you in the mood for a good laugh? <laughs> or maybe a good scream? How about some childlike wonder? Or a thought-provoking mystery? Then get your ears ready for a treat, because the Mutual Audio Drama Network presents shows every day for your enjoyment. Each day is a different genre featuring the talents of a huge pool of audio drama masters. Oh, and some clever comedy creators as well. (laughs) Subscribe to the Mutual feed and get them all, or choose the genres you really love. You'll find the Mutual Audio Network at all your favorite places, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, EarBuddies, Podcast-O-Rama, Casting Call, Podcast, and wherever quality shows are found. Okay, I made a few of those up. Or simply go online to MutualAudioNetwork.com. And of course, it's all free. free. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Listen and imagine together. Maintaining social distancing, of course.